Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world in the Secret Teachings Archive on the many radio and podcast players. And a special thank you and welcome to those of you listening in the Secret Teachings Private Archive for subscribers where you get no advertisements access to our montages and digital copies of all of my books on our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can go and subscribe today to support the show. You can also find my books there, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, and a link to our t-shirts on TeePublic and Patreon for behind-the-scenes videos. If you'd like to contact the show, the email is rdgable rdgable at yahoo.com and we're also on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and on gab and gitter just search secret teachings tst radio or ryan gable you should be able to find the show that way we're still building those audiences so if you do use gab or gitter please come over and follow the secret teachings and let us know that you're listening to the show and you're following us on those platforms And if you are listening to the show on a radio or podcast player, I assume most of you are, please, if you can, take one moment and just scroll down to the bottom of the application or the website that you're using and leave us a review. Type in a couple of sentences, something simple. Let other people know that you like the show, what you like about the show, maybe how long you've been listening. And if you have an option there, give us a couple of stars if you can leave us stars. I know on like the Apple podcast, you can... uh, Leave stars. I know that on some other podcasts you can leave stars. At least you can leave comments. So that's another way to support the show. And I really hope that you'll take the time to do that because it just takes a moment and it helps to promote the show on those platforms. I also hope that everybody had a really good weekend. I had a fantastic weekend. I went up to Phoenix on Saturday, went to Shenyun, the uh, ancient Chinese dance performance. I never go to the theater. I never spend money on things like that because I don't have it. But I saved up for a while, uh, got a couple of tickets, and my fiance and I went up there and we wa- watched this uh, beautiful uh, display of uh, Chinese dancing. And they had two different segments, two different performances that were, one was based more on a historical event, the other one was China Today. And they talked about the dangers of communism and how communism has eradicated the beauty and the culture and the traditions of China. And um, I was sitting there thinking, I wonder how many heads in this room this is going over, you know, because artistic people, they tend to lean in that direction, it seems. But um, it was a really, really great performance and uh, got back really late, kind of, I passed, I don't even remember driving home because it was like close to midnight. So I got home, I passed out, had a good sleep, got up Sunday, um, didn't end up getting to go shooting Sunday. Uh, but I did get a chance to do some reading. I uh, went to the movie and um, got a new book. I got this uh, new book by Bjorn Lomberg, 
called False Alarm, basically how climate change is costing us trillions of dollars, but not because of climate change itself, because of the way we respond to the perceived threat of climate change. So that's a really good book. And um, I spent some time last night getting together my thoughts for this week, trying to plan out some shows. And there are like three or four major things that are shows in and of themselves that I just don't even know if we have time to cover them individually. So I thought we would try to merge some of these together. I mean, we've got the story from last week about an unidentified flying object unleashing lightning on Russian tanks after Ukrainians pray to God. That's the headline from the Daily Star and some other websites like CBN News. Also, a lot of pastors are, of course, warning that the so-called war in Ukraine or the occupation of Ukraine is going to bring about the end of days. So that gives us more of this doomsday apocalyptic, I call it propaganda. It's like doomsday apocalyptic propaganda, just hoping people will come to the church, hoping people will donate to the church, hoping people will find God, I guess. Pastors like Robert Jeffress, pastors like Pat Robertson, of course, others like Greg Laurie. These pastors and others are warning that this is the end of days. But you know what? It's always the end of days, isn't it? Isn't every day the end of days? Isn't every year the end of days? Like, we're always hearing about the end of days. I mean, if you go back to the biblical times, everything was about judgment. Judgment day. We're going to die. And we're going to die especially quick and especially painful and suffer after the fact if we don't believe in the doctrines that are being sold to us. In other words, it is obey or die. It's a threat. It's also a fallacy that you have one of two incredibly strict, incredibly black and white options. You obey or you die. That's it. And, you know, these apocalypse theories, these doomsday ideas, as I said, are as old as mankind. I mean, if you read stories in the Bible, virtually everything is apocalyptic, but you also have to recognize a couple of things. Number one, apocalyptic means something that is revealed. So the apocalypse is a great revealing. That doesn't mean that people are going to die necessarily. It's like pulling the death tarot card, as we usually say in these, these examples. A death tarot card doesn't mean you're going to die. It could actually mean the death or the ending of, of pain and suffering. Maybe that does mean you die, you know, but it could mean a lot of other things. It could mean that your pet is going to die or your pet or your friend or your family member who's been suffering. Maybe they get over the disease. Maybe they, 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 they're healed. And then we would call that maybe a miracle, right? I mean, it just because something is apocalyptic doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Now, Armageddon, that's a little bit different, right? And when we talk about doomsday, we're talking about the end of the world in some context, in some capacity. But it's like, where do people get these ideas from, especially in the modern day? They get it from television. They get it from movies. You know, in fact, I saw, I went to see a, the new Batman movie on Friday. And um, I, I, I'm normally 
I'm normally not the kind of person that goes to see just kind of random movies. I mean, I know Batman's not really a random movie per se, but I didn't really want to see it. I was very satisfied with the Christopher Nolan trilogy, but uh, my friend Clyde told me to go see it. So I decided, okay, it's like three hours and I think it cost me like eight bucks to go. So I decided to go see Batman. Right. And I, I'm sitting there in the theater thinking, okay, you know, Batman, his parents, Bruce Wayne's parents die after they come out of the theater and I'm going to the theater tomorrow night and I never go to the theater. Why did I come see Batman the night before I went to the theater? I don't want to get shot after the theater. You know, I don't want to get shot after after going to the uh, Performing Arts Center. It's just like a stupid thought that crossed my mind. But that's the kind of thing that influences us on a conscious and subconscious level. When we watch movies, TV shows, it encourages us to believe that the world is really bad, that the world is deteriorating, that, that we're all going to die. And you can pick the way that you die and pick the way that you, you can be saved. And if you believe in X, Y, Z, you'll be saved. If you don't believe in that, you're going to go to hell. I mean, that is what convinces us that things are so terrible in the world. And as a result of that, some people are willing, some people are ready to accept, they're willing to accept, they're actually willing to go beyond just acceptance. They're willing to carry out actions that can encourage these end times so that they can experience the second coming of Christ or they can experience you know, Armageddon and the final battle between good and evil. And that's what is so dangerous about these kinds of things. We call it prophecy, call it, you know, doomsday, uh, call it Armageddon, you know, things that are like prophecies that, I mean, pastors are telling us this is the end of the world. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. So I don't think it's the end of the world. I think biblical prophecy can be fulfilled. And I don't really care if it's organic or synthetic. I think some people are using the Bible as as a guideline to carry out their artificial Armageddon. But, but, but again, the, the idea of, of a final battle, this battle between good and evil, you know, whether you're a Christian or you're of some other belief or, you know, denomination, you, you can find um, pretty much evidence anywhere you look. You can find evidence, you can find proof that these are the end times. These are the end times. We can always find evidence of the end times. For example, on Friday's show last week, the show title, Holy Ghost of Kiev, it's in the archive at thesecretteachings.info, we learned that on the eve of Russia entering Ukraine, a statue of St. Michael the Archangel began bleeding from the head in Broomfield, Colorado. Now, St. Michael the Archangel is the patron saint of Kiev, which is really interesting, especially because the statue in Colorado started bleeding the day before the Russians entered into Ukraine. The Russian military entered into Ukraine. Now, St. Michael conquers the ancient serpent with his sword. And in the statue, St. Michael is standing on the devil and the blood actually dripped down St. Michael's head and body and arm onto the devil over a period of seven days, and then it stopped. And the church says they're going to investigate this. They don't really investigate a lot of this stuff anymore. They see like the the the, the oil or the water or the the things that we consider to maybe be blood. Maybe it's just paint running. You know, the weeping statues. They consider that to be mostly you know a, a hoax nowadays, and they don't really consider it to be a real thing that happens. Although there are some cases they can't explain. 
So the church is going to investigate that. But either way, I mean, it's really interesting because St. Michael, the archangel, is the patron saint of Kiev. And St. Michael conquers the serpent with a sword. And there's a big statue. It's like a big brass, copper, gold statue in, um, in Kiev of the, of the archangel Michael with sword and shield and wings and kind of like a halo around his head. St. Michael does a lot of other things. St. Michael also is associated with the eastern wind, Eastern Ukraine, maybe, you know, this war battle is taking place in the east. Maybe a stretch, but I mean, the one thing that St. Michael does that isn't a stretch is that he weighs souls during the final judgment. And in Japan, totally removed from Ukraine, in Japan, a a nearly, it's like a thousand year old volcanic rock has split open, which was believed to contain an ancient demon that took the form of a beautiful woman. This demon was called Temomo Nomai. Now, in Mandarin, which is, again, removed from Japan, go to China, Mandarin is the word Mo you have, and then that word means demon. And that's the origin of at least the etymology of the Momo legend, which is also further taken from the story of the Baba Yaga, which is a female demon that creates chaos. So this rock with the demon opens up. The etymology to demon or to devil, the tamomo, and it has a companion in the Baba Yaga, which is a Slavic folklore, a Slavic myth. The Baba Yaga in Slavic countries, and that is the fighting that we're seeing in the world today, and the fear that everybody has that this is the end times. So basically, this volcanic rock opens up the Baba Yaga, the Slavic demon, comes back into the world, and then we have St. Michael who conquers the demon or the devil on the on the, uh, uh, the coat of arms for Kiev, and St. Michael is the patron saint of Kiev, And so then you basically have St. Michael fighting the demon. Many people perceive Russia as the demon. And, you know, it's like people can only pray to to God. They can only pray to the what I call the Holy Ghost of Kiev as St. Michael does battle in the end times with the serpent and also does his job of weighing human souls during the final judgment. So this is very apocalyptic, it's very biblical, it's very Armageddon-like, but I don't think it's going to be the end of the world, and I don't think it's something that we should be so frightened of. In fact, every time you turn on the TV, every movie, every TV show, everything is convincing us, everything is trying to tell us that the world is ending, things are getting worse, we're all going to die, so the only way that we can stop this from happening is if we rely on philanthropists, if we rely on non-governmental organizations, if we rely on uh, major corporations, if we rely on people that are unelected and have no, they have no incentive to, to care about you or anybody else, we're supposed to listen to these people because they can save us from everything from war to climate change. And I mean, that's really what's happened, isn't it? We've, we've, we've uh, pivoted. We've, um, you know, turned our attention from a pandemic to a war. And now it seems, and I don't know how long this is going to last, but it seems like our attention is being pivoted back to a pandemic, 
despite the fact that the so-called war in Ukraine is by no means over. I told you on Friday that as a result of conflict in Ukraine, that there was going to be a flood of refugees into Eastern Europe. And this has already begun happening. Contrary to what the media tells us, there are not a lot of Ukrainians you know, on the street in battle fatigues fighting the Russians, especially not 17-year-old blonde Ukrainian women with guns. So millions of Ukrainians have fled Ukraine since the start of this conflict. Half a million have fled as of two weeks ago. The number is in the millions now to neighboring countries. And as a result of this, global health officials are concerned that this so-called invasion of Ukraine will not just be catastrophic for Ukrainians. They don't care about the tens of thousands of Russians that have been slaughtered by the Ukrainians. They don't care about the two breakaway regions in the east. They don't care about the, the traditional Russian history of Crimea. None of that matters. It's all unprovoked. You know, I saw Lindsey Graham on Fox News again. Lindsey Graham was like on three occasions just called for the outright assassination of Vladimir Putin and said that, you know, victory for Ukraine and just can't make an argument. Just Putin bad, Putin bad, Putin bad. But saying that Putin wants all of Ukraine, that's not what Putin said. Maybe he's lying. I don't know. But I do know that the Luhansk and Donetsk regions and Crimea are Russian areas. So we, I guess we don't care about those regions, though, those areas, those Russians don't matter. You know, just like the three million uh, Muslims that the Soviets killed, just like the millions of Uyghurs in concentration camps in China today, you know, just like the people we bombed in Somalia or the people we killed in Syria, or Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Libya, um, Egypt, you know, the overthrow of the Ukrainian government in 2014, the subsequent tens of thousands that died. As a result, most of them, a lot of them Russian, none of them matter, just the Ukrainian people, just like, you know, Jews. Nobody else matters in World War II, just Jews. Doesn't matter if 10 million Germans were slaughtered after the war by the communists, just the 6 million Jews matter. The Germans don't matter. Hell, the Americans don't matter. The French don't matter. The British don't matter. Nobody matters, just the Jews. That's where our focus and that's where our attention is. So Ukraine has millions of people leaving the country. And as a result, global health officials are concerned because they're saying that a lot of these Ukrainians don't have COVID-19 vaccines, right? So as a result of that, they're saying that they're going to bring COVID-19 into Europe. Now, this was reported initially on March 1st, 2022. I told you about this at the end of last week on The Secret Teachings right here. And I said, as quoted by a lady named Marie Connolly, a global health professor at the National University of Ireland, Galloway, that there was going to be an increase in the coronavirus cases as a result of these refugees fleeing Ukraine. But Connolly also warned about other things. She warned about polio. She warned about tuberculosis. She said that as a result of refugees fleeing this armed conflict, we're going to end up with overcrowded conditions and we won't have sufficient water, food, or sanitation for these people. And she says, quote, these factors increase the risks uh, or the risk of outbreaks among a population that are already dealing with the trauma of forced displacement. Now, as of this morning or yesterday morning, March 13th, 2022, 
I saw this this morning, but this came out on Sunday. Ample room for uncertainty. As COVID cases rise again in Europe, could U.S. see the same? So here we go. Ukrainian refugees fleeing the country. How many? We don't know. Fears that they're going to bring COVID into Europe. There's no evidence or proof of that. Just fear of it, right? And then the USA Today says COVID cases again rising in Europe. They said there's an upswing in cases this past week, just this past week, as more Ukrainians flood out of Ukraine. CNN projects 2.5 million. Can I believe that? Probably not. But 2.5 million as of Sunday. It was half a million as of March 1st. So by March 13th, just a couple of days removed, here are cases beginning to climb again. They're also claiming a rise in hospitalizations. On a global level, the World Health Organization has now reversed its stance on booster shots and now, quote, strongly supports urgent and broad access, end quote, to booster doses after previously insisting that boosters weren't necessary and contributed to vaccine inequity. BA.2, known as Stealth Omicron variant, is making up a growing number of cases in some countries, and some studies show that it can be, I guess, 30% more transmissible. Where's the evidence? Well, some studies show. Some studies. What studies? How do they show it? Do they prove it or do they assume it? Do they suggest it? That's the USA Today. Now, one thing that's really important here, one thing that's really key, is that we're not talking about tuberculosis or polio vaccines. The Associated Press says polio is now caused by the vaccine. That's according to AP. So if we got rid of polio, we got rid of tuberculosis, how can those things come back with insufficient water, dirty water, dirty food, and improper sanitation waste management? Maybe the vaccines didn't work to begin with. Maybe in the last 100 years or so, even the last 50 years, diseases have been eradicated because we have cleaner water, more access to water, cleaner food, more access to food. We don't get the bottom of the barrel anymore. We don't get rancid meat anymore. We have better sanitation and better hygienic knowledge across the world. Maybe that's why diseases have gone away. But perhaps there are ways to create artificial, synthetic, biological agents that can also spread disease. Maybe they're genetically modified mosquitoes. Maybe they're biological weapons facilities. Or maybe they're just biohealth facilities in Ukraine. Either way... We're going to break it down tonight on The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. rdgable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info. More after this. Stay with us. The music, White Bat Audio. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info.
follow. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you could, please leave us a review on one of the radio podcast players or websites that you're listening to the archived show on. Really appreciate that. Tonight we have a handful of topics, literally a handful. I've got several stacks of news here. Finally got a printer a couple of months ago, so I've been printing. Costs a lot of money, but it's much less than going to uh, you know a store and doing it. So I've got printed copies of all of these articles and studies and reports. I've got millions of genetically modified mosquitoes to be released in Florida and California, but I'll tell you here in just a moment why that is not a new story. That is a very old story, despite the fact that The Hill and others have reported on that March 10th, around March 10th, 2022, and how that relates to some other things like these facilities that don't exist but do exist, but don't exist but do exist in Ukraine, these biological weapons facilities or what some would choose to simply call bio-health research facilities. I mean, regardless of what name you give them, if you're studying what are considered to be what are classified as pathogens, 
and you're altering those pathogens and studying them, call it gain of function or otherwise, I mean, you're literally tampering with natural things and making them artificial. Yes, they are and can be used as biological agents. So we've got that. And then we have, as a result of conflict in Ukraine, which is part of that story, people flooding out of Ukraine. I told you this last week, and this is a really big story, because as people flood out of Ukraine, half a million the first week and a half, now we're up to two and a half million as of last night. Two and a half million people flooding out of Ukraine and into neighboring countries, and we're being told that this is going to cause a rise in COVID-19 cases. In fact, I just saw a report a few hours ago that there is a Delta-cron, not Delta, not Omicron. It is Delta-cron, not even Delta-plus, just Delta-cron. That sounds kind of scary, right? Delta-cron. The Delta-cron variant. That the Delta-cron variant might come into existence as a result of Ukrainians flooding into Eastern Europe. Some of you might also remember the IHU variant. Remember the IHU variant? Or the IHU variant? I-H-U? It's interesting because IHU has a relationship with Omicron. We know Omicron means Ami, the beginning of time, or the end of time, the beginning of the end times. The end times are, of course, dominated by a powerful false messiah known as the Antichrist. And his kingdom is established after the three major centers of world power are replaced. Those three powers are the military might, I would suggest, the military political might of the United States in Washington, D.C. with the Washington Monument, and, of course, the powers of the Vatican, the church, the powers of the financial system in London. As a result of conflict in Ukraine and Russia being kicked out of SWIFT and these incredible sanctions and U.S. representatives calling to destroy the Russian economy and to thrust Russians into poverty and starvation, which is beyond an act of war, then we have the decimation of the financial system as we know it and the steady drip of replacing the dollar as the reserve currency and having some form of crypto, some form of digital currency. You know, people, you really fell for that one. The Bitcoin and all the other digital currencies, you really fell for that one. A digital currency, a currency-less physical society in a sense. So a physical um, currency being removed, replaced by a digital currency. So basically a currency-less society because if you can't hold on to it, then it doesn't exist. It can just be deleted like Russian access to Spotify or Russian access to Netflix or Apple Pay, just like that, the snap of a finger. So moving into a digital currency, and then in terms of religion and faith, there's a tremendous amount of religious uh, history and religious significance both in Russia and in Ukraine in relation to the church and the pastor's warning 
that this is the end times, but the pastors are always warning that this is the end times. Personally, I'm not worried. I don't care what Pat Robertson or you know any of these other people say. But but the idea is replacing those three horns, right? So the Vatican, London, and Washington D.C., and replacing Washington as the dominant superpower in the world. The little horn is then empowered through the beast. The little horn is also the fourth horn. And I would suggest the fourth horn in biblical terms is the fourth industrial revolution or the rise of the fourth Reich. And the Ihu variant, the Ihu variant or the Ihu variant of COVID-19 literally means, the name literally means God rescues. And it's defined, not the variant, not the so-called virus, but the name Ihu is literally defined as a variant of Jesus. And again, Omicron is the beginning of the end times. Now they've got Deltacron. Deltacron. Well, they don't actually have it. They're just saying that it could appear because Ukrainians are flooding into Eastern Europe. And now, as of Sunday, as of this weekend, there's been an upswing in cases in Europe. According to the USA Today, The United Kingdom, the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, and Italy were among those who saw this upswing, according to data from Johns Hopkins University. Germany saw a spike in cases from a low 1,570 cases per million people on March 2nd to 2,330 cases per million people as of March 12th. And cases in the Netherlands are up from a recent low of 1,956 cases per million people February 27th, up to 3,955 cases per million people, March 12th, the data shows. But I thought that it sometimes takes weeks for people to become sick with SARS-CoV-2, asymptomatic or otherwise. And how would refugees from Ukraine suddenly cause an upswing in cases in Europe just immediately? Like, these refugees aren't going through every major European city and coughing on people. How, how is the disease suddenly spreading again? Well, I guess the Ukrainians don't have vaccines. I mean, a lot of people in the United States have vaccines and boosters. They still get sick, so it doesn't stop you from getting sick, doesn't stop you from going to the hospital. They're worthless, they're pointless. But tonight's show isn't about vaccines. It's a question. Ukrainians going into Eastern Europe and spreading disease? How is that possible that all these vaccinated Europeans are becoming sick again? Well, they're not even sick, though. You know, there's just cases. So you can see that this has, this has some kind of like weird energy to it. And for those of you who are Christian, those of you who believe in the end times as an event, I mean, I can't help but think of, of the book of Matthew, Matthew 24, 6 through 8, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. We're always hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. So 
The Omicron variant is the beginning of the end. Omicron time. Omicron time. The beginning of the end times. Lockdowns have thrust tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people into starvation and poverty. It's going to cause a lot of people to starve to death. Famines. We've seen immense geological upheavals. Volcanic eruptions, earthquakes, etc. And pestilences. Disease. Now diseases are going to spread in Europe because of Ukrainians, right? So we could pick any of these things and say this is the end times. This is the end of the world. This is the apocalypse. More people will, of course, donate to the megachurches if if the pastor says that. More people will say, well, this money's no good to me. The world's going to end. Let's give it to the church so in the end times they can hopefully reach more people. But there's something in the middle of all of this. You know, now that we have an understanding of, of, of all this stuff, let's, let's look at what's at the core of this. For weeks now, we've heard that there are biological weapons laboratories in Ukraine. Now, the name is really important because if you have a laboratory studying, let's call them pathogens, and they're altering the pathogens, and they are you know, experimenting with those pathogens, whether intentional or otherwise, those experiments can lead to, let's say, the release of those pathogens and what amounts to an intentional or unintentional biological weapon. Does that mean that these are biological weapons facilities? Not necessarily. Does that mean that they're just public health facilities where they're studying pathogens I mean, you can put whatever spin on it you want. Again, not necessarily. I read this interesting story from the Associated Press. And this story from Friday night tells us pretty much all you need to know about Western media. It says, Russia, I'm going to paraphrase this, Russia has made baseless claims about secret American biological warfare labs in Ukraine. And these conspiracy theories are uniting other conspiracy theories like COVID-19 conspiracy theories along with QAnon and, for some reason, they say, supporters of ex-president Donald Trump. So they're basically saying, in the, uh, the Associated Press, they're basically saying that Russia has made all of these preposterous claims They're not true. And now people in the United States believe that these biolabs have some link to COVID-19. And of course, the people that believe in them also find some kind of, uh, you know, faith in QAnon and President Donald Trump. The AP, the Associated Press, says despite rebuttals from independent scientists... Despite rebuttals from independent scientists, these are independent scientists, Ukrainian leaders and officials at the White House and Pentagon have also said none of this is true. But the online popularity of the claims suggests some Americans are willing to trust Kremlin propaganda over the U.S. media and government. Now, I find that really interesting because Victoria Newland said that there are laboratories 
in Ukraine. And these laboratories are now at the center of concern over Russia bombing Ukraine and what amount to wild conspiracy theories that Russia is intending to get access to these laboratories to release bioweapons. So if the U.S. and Ukraine study them, they're studying them to prevent their release. But if Russia gets their hands on them at these these facilities, you know, these, these health facilities or what they just call biological labs, then they become bioweapons. So if the U.S. and Ukraine study them, then it's okay. But if Russia accesses them, then they're bioweapons. That's, that's kind of how the media has, has spun this. So the Associated Press says these ideas about biolabs and bioweapons labs, these are false. These aren't true. No matter what the Ukrainian leaders, what the White House, what the Pentagon, what independent scientists say, people continue to believe this stuff. But then the AP goes on to say, but the labs are owned. So they do exist and operated by Ukraine. And the work, they say, is not secret. It's part of an initiative called Biological Threat Reduction, or the BTRP, the Biological Threat Reduction Program, aiming to reduce the likelihood of deadly outbreaks, whether natural or man-made. Yes, there are other things that also reduce the risk of outbreak. Clean water, access to clean water, clean food access to clean food, hygienic knowledge, waste management, sanitation, a lot of things that have happened in the last hundred years that have revolutionized the world and made the world less polluted, made us less sick, and allowed us to live much, much longer. And vaccines don't have much, if anything, to do with that. Polio now is caused, admittedly, by the vaccine. That's where you're getting most of your polio from. It's coming from the vaccine. Literally, that's what the Associated Press says. So, to prevent these outbreaks, it would be better to invest in resources like water, resources like food, making sure that they're clean and people have access to them. That could actually prevent outbreaks of disease. But instead, they're going to study what they call pathogens in laboratories. They're going to, as we already know, they're going to fund various forms of gain-of-function research. We've seen that with Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance. and I mean, they even came directly to the Pentagon and said, we want to release these pathogens and see what happens. And the Pentagon says, no, you're crazy. DARPA refused to fund the project, a project called Defuse. But, you know, millions of dollars, millions of dollars from DARPA to fund the work. Plans to conduct gain-of-function research mixing, quote, according to the documentation, high-risk natural coronavirus strains with more infectious but less dangerous varieties. Some of the labs were definitely in China. One of them was in Wuhan. And for months, for years, this was considered a conspiracy theory. Now... Even the head of Moderna said, well, they, these viruses can get out and we study them and they can get out. That's why the SARS-CoV-2 supposedly has a gene sequence that is patented by Moderna. The chances of that are astronomical. They are 
just beyond comprehension. So we know that this kind of research was being conducted in in China. Uh, University of North Carolina was also in support of this. It's in the Peter Daszak Eco Alliance documents. All of this is in my book, The Technological Elixir, by the way. Again, not the point of tonight's show, but just to give you a little bit of context, these laboratories also are being operated in Ukraine. And so if you kind of run through this, just run down this list, Putin was like, we're going to get rid of these biological facilities because they are a threat to Russia. Not that Russia doesn't conduct the same, you know, kind of experiments, but Russia says we're going to get rid of these labs. The West says there aren't any labs. Then the West uses wordplay and Western media and the White House use wordplay and say, well, these aren't bio labs that are conducting weapons research. They're bio threat reduction programs. And then all of us are like, wait a minute. So they they do have labs. And Victoria Newland says, yes, there are labs, but the labs aren't there to study weapons and the Russians are going to get hold of them and the Russians are going to release these bioweapons. So then they become bioweapons. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought you said there were no labs. The Russians were wrong. Then you said there were labs. Then Russia goes to the UN Security Council a few days ago and says, here's the evidence. There are labs. And then the West says, we don't do that kind of research into weapons. But then there's the whole Peter Daszak Eco Alliance, Eco Health Alliance thing, and defuse and the Pentagon and DARPA. And then you have Western media saying, look, none of this exists. It's all a conspiracy theory. It's QAnon. It's Trump. It's COVID-19 conspiracies. It's Wuhan again. But then at the same time, they, along with the press, admits, okay, these facilities do exist, but they're just to reduce biological threats. But these labs didn't exist, but now they do exist. But if Russia gets their hands on them, then they're going to use them for a bioweapon. And you see that the, the spark notes of this is basically the West said there are no labs. Russia said there are labs. The West said there are no labs. Then when it's admitted there are labs, those labs are just for bio-threat reduction programs. Why did you lie in the first place and say that there weren't labs? And now there are labs, but they're to reduce the threat. But wait a minute. Now that the public knows there are labs, and they might think that they're bioweapons labs, It's not the West. It's actually Putin who's trying to get access to them to release a bioweapon. But I thought they weren't bioweapons. I thought that this was just about reducing the threat to pathogens. But if Putin gets them, he's evil. He'll make them bioweapons. Haven't we heard all of this before, folks? It's the same thing we were told about weapons of mass destruction. And Western media lied about that, too. I'm not saying Kremlin propaganda isn't a thing. It absolutely is. The Russians are masters of propaganda. Probably not so much like our CIA or our Pentagon, but they're masters of propaganda. But if Russia is saying there are labs there, and now the West admits there's labs there, that's not propaganda. See, here's the difference. The Russians are saying they're intending to destroy those labs. They already have their own facilities. So why they would need to go into the Ukraine and get access to these labs is is, is silly. Unless they're telling the truth, And they're trying to stop the U.S. and Ukraine and God knows who else from developing bioweapons in Ukraine on the doorstep of Russia. That makes the most sense. 
That would be a threat to Russia. Russia would have a reason. The media has yet to give us a reason why Russia has entered into Ukraine. They just say Russia's evil. They want all of Ukraine. Well, that's not what that's that's you've given no reason. Being evil isn't a reason. Okay, it's 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 a cop out. It's probably because they were developing some really scary stuff there in Ukraine and the Russians knew about it. In fact, the Russian defense ministry has warned about this over and over again. They say there are facilities in Ukraine. They are developing biological weapons, and they've actually conducted bat coronavirus-related experiments. Maybe that's just Russian propaganda, but we know these labs exist. According to Igor Kurilov from the Russian Defense Ministry, the available documents confirm numerous cases of the transfer of biological samples of Ukrainian citizens abroad. With a high degree of uh, probability, we can say that one of the tasks of the U.S. and its allies is the creation of bioagents that can selectively affect various ethnic groups of the population. Hell, if you read Behold a Pell Horse, Bill Cooper told you that in the 90s. In the 90s, they were developing ethnic-specific biological weapons. According to the Russian Defense Ministry, and we're giving you both sides of the story here, not just what Western media says. Here's what the media says out of Russia. Here's what the Russian Defense Ministry says. This research is being led by U.S. specialists. Oh, you mean like... People like Dr. Fauci, he'd be a U.S. specialist. Maybe he's involved. That's pure speculation, but maybe he's involved. He was involved in AIDS. He was involved in the EcoHealth Alliance thing that doesn't exist with DARPA. He was involved in the Wuhan lab, and maybe Fauci's involved. I don't know. But U.S. specialists, and according to the Russian Defense Ministry, the U.S. Defense Department funded the biological research in Ukraine. Oh, just like they funded the biological research in China that didn't exist, but now... It's common knowledge. How long until the public is going to realize that this is also a real story? That this isn't Kremlin propaganda. This is D.C. propaganda. I don't know if the Russians are telling the truth, but I do know that the Americans are lying. And if the Americans are lying, and it seems to suggest that what they're lying about, the Russians are accurate about, then I can't help but think the Russians are honest. They're actually honestly telling the truth. But I don't know, and I don't really care who's telling the truth and who's lying. What we know is there are labs in Ukraine. They denied that there were labs in Ukraine. They're studying biological agents. Now, because everybody has been made aware of that, and Russia went to the UN, now it's, well, Russia's trying to get access to them to release bioweapons. Why would Russia need to do that? They've got their own bio labs, and I'm sure they're studying things that are completely illegal, just like the U.S., just like UNC, just like in Wuhan. I'm sure the Russians are doing the same shady, illegal stuff. I'm sure they're violating the same international agreements, the Chemical Weapons Convention, the Biological Weapons Convention. I'm sure they're doing the exact same thing the U.S. is doing. The difference is Russia didn't get caught. The U.S. has been caught twice now in Wuhan and in Ukraine. Difference. And uh, it's funny because... These projects, there's actually uh, unclassified reports from the U.S. federal government. Risk of emerging infections from insectivirus bats in Ukraine and Georgia. There you go. The Biological Threat Reduction Agency. Unclassified. Detecting of emerging viral coronaviruses 
et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Important for human and animal health in bats in Ukraine and Georgia. So according to the Biological Threat Reduction Program, the Biological Threat Reduction Program is studying bat coronaviruses in Ukraine and in Georgia. And if they're studying them in Ukraine and Georgia, you better believe that Dr. Fauci is involved. Maybe that's why Dr. Fauci has gone back into his little hole since this news came out. I mean, how many times have you seen Fauci over the last two years and then suddenly Dr. Fauci kind of just disappears and he disappears right at the time when these labs become visible. Oh, there are labs. Okay, well, the Russians are still lying. Okay, well, whoever's lying or is telling the truth, there are labs, right? Well, yes, there are labs. What were you doing at those labs? We were studying viruses and things like that to reduce the probability that they, you know, might spread in in the wild or, well, isn't that just gain of function research? Well, kind of, but not technically. But, you know, these labs, we're just trying to prevent the threat. Putin's trying to get them so he can increase the threat and release the virus. I mean, this is, this isn't even sophisticated propaganda. This is just you being gaslit, you being lied to, you being manipulated and reality being distorted. So there are labs, and they were studying bat coronaviruses. And I guess that I guess this is just old news, despite the fact that it came from last week. The World Health Organization has advised Ukraine, according to Reuters, to destroy pathogens in health labs. Pathogens that don't exist in labs that don't exist. But even the WHO has said you have to destroy those. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Already Gable at Yahoo.com. TheSecretTeachings.info. Please subscribe. Please, please buy a book. And please stay tuned. Genetically modified mosquitoes coming up after this. Don't go anywhere. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. 
visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Gable, your host, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting Monday through Friday, five nights a week, here on The Fringe FM exclusively. For those of you listening in The Secret Teachings archives on the many radio and podcast players, welcome to the show, and a special thank you and welcome to all of you listening in the ad-free The Secret Teachings archive at www.thesecretteachings.info where you also get access to the montages and the digital books. We have weekly, monthly, and yearly subscriptions. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon, for those of you who have. It's a very small Patreon account, still growing it, still building it. Not a lot of subscribers, but thank you so much for doubling down on your support for The Secret Teachings. And you know, it's like, You can turn any radio show on, you know, any TV show, and you can hear the same regurgitating rhetoric and talking points just puking all over you. Everywhere you turn, everywhere you listen, you hear the same thing over and over again. And the media pivots and goes in whatever direction is popular, whatever direction makes them the most money, whatever direction they're instructed to go in. And I mean, alternative media does kind of the same thing. And here on The Secret Teachings, I try to do something different. I try to incorporate elements that don't seem as if they relate, but ultimately do relate very well to one another. We try to incorporate biblical prophecy. We try to incorporate mythology and archetypes and symbolism and theology and all kinds of other things into the show so that we can have more than a mundane interpretation of what is happening in the world. For example, we've got stories of the Colorado, in Broomfield, Colorado, Colorado St. Michael the Archangel statue bleeding blood. We talked about this on Friday. A story that doesn't seem like it has any significance to world events, except the Lord works in mysterious ways, and St. Michael the Archangel is on the coat of arms for the city of Kiev and is the patron saint, the patron archangel, the protector of Kiev. St. Michael fights against the devil and pierces the devil with a spear, or as in the word arc, a bow and arrow pierces the devil with an arrow. St. Michael the archangel going to war with the devil can be found in the fact that not only is St. Michael the Archangel the patron saint of Kiev, but 
just a few days ago, a rock in Japan burst open that supposedly contained, get this, a demon, but a female demon with the name Tamomo Nomai, a distorted female demon, basically the devil, bursting forth from this ancient Japanese rock. What's interesting about that is Tamomo looking at Chinese for Mo, means devil or demon. And the Slavic version of this story is the Baba Yaga. In other words, the Baba Yaga has been set loose, the devil has been set loose in Slavic countries, and St. Michael the Archangel is there to do battle with the devil in the end times. St. Michael the Archangel also weighs the soul's in the final days during Judgment Day. And we have pastors and others warning that these are the end times. The world is coming to an end. Well, I don't think the world is coming to an end, but perhaps this is the beginning of the end. That's what the word Omicron means, the beginning of the end. And the Ihu or the Ihu, both Omicron and Ihu are variants of SARS-CoV-2, or so we're told. This is what they call them. Ihu means variant of Jesus. And any variant of Jesus, any variant of the truth, is a distortion. The Antichrist. We hear this a lot from Christians and people that are very faithful to Christian or similar faiths. They always say things like, in the end times there will be war and rumors of wars. But, I mean, if we're speaking honestly and historically, this is still one of the most peaceful times in human history. I mean, despite the fact that the U.S. is bombing Somalia and Israel's bombing Syria and the U.S. has overthrown 50-plus democratic governments in the last 100 years, you know, I mean, a lot of bad things, but it's still one of the most peaceful times in human history. I mean, even in the last... 30 years, crime rates have dropped to to lows that have never been seen historically. Illiteracy has dropped to levels that have never been seen. People are more educated. People are more wealthy. People are healthier. They live longer lives. I mean, that is important information that we should be sharing with the world. That's what you would, I think, consider positive, right? But nevertheless, we focus on the unseen, the unexplained, the dark. We're drawn toward that because we want to understand it. So we hear about wars and rumors of wars. But even the Bible in Matthew 24 says, ye be not troubled. Don't be troubled about wars and rumors of wars. These are things that must come to pass, but the end is not yet. But in the initiating of the end times, Kingdoms rise against kingdoms, nations rise against nations, and there will be famines, pestilences, and geological events on earth. Did you know that lockdowns thrust 100 million people into starvation? I can't imagine that there will be anything good that's going to come out of the halting of fertilizer exports from Russia or the halting of grain from Ukraine. I mean, it is a breadbasket 
the halting of grain exports from Ukraine. I can't believe that, you know, is going to be a good thing. I can't imagine that that is going to lead to less starvation, less famine in the world. Lockdowns alone pushed 100 million people into starvation, killed millions more. Nobody cares about those people. Nobody cares about the Russians that have been slaughtered in eastern Ukraine over the last seven years. 14,000 people have been slaughtered in that conflict. Where's the Western media at on that? All they tell us is it's unprovoked. What about those villages? What about those people in those two breakaway regions? Aren't they human? Don't they count? Don't they deserve justice? Shouldn't we stand with them, those innocent people killed by the Ukrainian military? Don't they deserve to also have representation? People can't think like that, though. It's just a very, very one-dimensional way of thinking. I mean, like, everything we're sold is just, it's just a fallacy. Putin bad, Putin good. You believe in COVID-19 or you believe that viruses don't exist. I mean, those, those, you can't even equate the two. You can't parallel the two. It's just a very black and white way of looking at the world. But the whole idea here is that as people have flooded out of Ukraine, I told you this last week, we are going to now hear that coronavirus and other diseases are spreading because these Ukrainians aren't vaccinated, a lot of them. So Ukrainians are going to bring disease into Europe. And as a result of that, we're going to see another wave of coronavirus 19. And according to the USA Today this weekend, that is beginning to happen. According to CNBC on March 1st, at the time, half a million people had fled Ukraine. As of this weekend, it was two and a half million. And there are warnings from health officials about coronavirus, polio and tuberculosis spreading in Europe because of the refugees. And now we're being told this weekend there's an upswing in cases, a rise in hospitalizations. But I mean, these Ukrainians, are they all going to the UK? Where are these Ukrainian refugees going? Because the upswing in cases were in the UK. Where are these refugees going? Because the upswing in cases were in the Netherlands and in Switzerland. So, kind of a curious thing, right? And if you go and you get online and you do a little bit of research about this, you can find that anywhere between two and a half to three million, it's estimated, Ukrainians have fled. And um, the UK is taking some of these refugees but they're not going mostly to the UK the Netherlands Germany Switzerland or Italy in fact those aren't any of the countries according to the UN where these refugees are going the refugees are going to Poland which has taken most of them almost 2 million Hungary where Nancy Pelosi thought Putin invaded Slovakia Moldova Romania, Belarus, and a lot of refugees are actually going to to Russia. 131,000 refugees from Ukraine went to Russia. I mean, are they actually Ukrainians? Are they actually refugees? Did they just go home to Russia? Are they I mean, we have no idea. But here's the bottom line. We're being told that because Ukrainians are flooding into Europe, 
There's going to be diseases that are spreading, like coronavirus. And because of the loose association, we know there are Ukrainians going into Europe. We know that Ukrainians are leaving Ukraine. So they're going to bring disease with them, probably. These are refugees, right? That's what we're told by the media. They're going to bring disease. And because we know that Ukrainians are leaving Ukraine, anywhere between 2.5 to 3 million, the BBC reports 2.8 million, some people tell us that this is going to spread disease, and we just think, well, the Ukrainians leaving, this is a humanitarian crisis. It's also going to spread coronavirus with tuberculosis and other things. But then when you look at where the refugees are going, they're not going to the countries that have had a, quote, upswing in cases, end quote, according to the USA Today. So again, Ukrainians leave Ukraine. They come into Europe. They come into other places. Not many are going into the UK or the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, or Italy. But those are the main cases, according to Johns Hopkins University. Those are the main countries, rather, that have had an upswing in cases. So we're supposed to believe in associations. The Netherlands, the UK, etc., they've got an upswing in cases. It must be because of the Ukrainian refugees. But the Ukrainian refugees aren't going to the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, or the UK. They're going to Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, Moldova, Romania, Russia, and Belarus. Just a few hundred thousand have gone to other European countries like the UK, the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, and Italy. That's an important piece of information because if you don't have that piece of information, you're going to be another one of these morons who are going to have those stupid water cooler conversations, those stupid family get-together conversations that are like, oh, the crisis in Ukraine. And you know that because some of these Ukrainians aren't vaccinated, they're bringing disease into Europe and that's causing a a strain on the healthcare system there, and they're just getting over COVID-19, and now the Ukrainians are bringing COVID-19 back, and there's going to be an upswing in cases, and you just sound like an idiot because you haven't done any investigation. The Ukrainians aren't going to the UK, moron. They're going to Poland. They're going to Hungary. 131,000 went to Russia. Around 100,000 in Moldova and uh, Romania and about quarter million in Slovakia. That's where the refugees are going. Well, how do you know that? You don't have proof of that. I do. The U, that's, this is from the UN. This is from the UN's operational data portal based on the Ukrainian refugee situation. They are going to Poland. Almost all are going to Poland. <laughs> they're, not going, they're not leaving Ukraine and traveling all the way across the Czech Republic or you know, all the way across Poland into Germany and Belgium and just to get to the Netherlands, just to get to the UK. I mean, I'm sure that Germany and Switzerland are going to take some of them. I'm, I'm sure that Italy will take some of them. I'm sure that the UK will take, maybe even Denmark. I mean, these, but why would they go from Ukraine right to Germany? You'd have to go all the way through Poland, all the way through Slovakia, Slovakia and the Czech Republic. If you look at a map, it's just asinine. But this is how stupid Western media thinks the American people in particular are. Ukrainians are leaving Ukraine. They're going to bring disease with them. It's going to cause new outbreaks of COVID-19 and tuberculosis. Maybe even polio. And nobody says, well, where are the Ukrainian refugees going? 
I'm raising my hand. Where are they going? And the UN says, well, they're going to Poland. Well, then why is Western media saying that the UK is experiencing an increase in cases directly in association, directly parallel to Ukrainians flooding out of Ukraine? I think you get the point. It's a big, fat lie. And this is how they trick you into believing these stories. Same kind of a thing with the bio labs in Ukraine. And we're going to get to the GM mosquitoes in a second because I think this all ties in. According to Reuters, on March 11th, the World Health Organization advised Ukraine to destroy high-threat pathogens housed in the country's public health laboratories to prevent potential spills that would spread disease among the population. Again, that is according to Reuters. This is what the World Health Organization has advised. Reuters also reported its labs, Ukraine's labs, have received support from the United States, the European Union, and the World Health Organization. So the WHO knew that they were there, but we were told that there are no biolabs in Ukraine. And then when they came out and said there are biolabs there, when Victoria Newland told Marco Rubio there are labs there, Western media had to pivot quick. And they thought, what are we going to do? What are we going to say? And someone said, why don't we do that Saddam Hussein thing where we tell them that they've got weapons of mass destruction? And let's, and someone else raises their hand, and let's, let's blame it on Putin. And they're like, yeah, that's good. So they caught us lying about the labs. Okay, there are labs. But these aren't bioweapons labs. These are health facilities. This is about biological threat reduction. Okay, let's... So there was a program. So let's say that it was the biological threat reduction program. Why we didn't just say that initially, they won't think that. They won't ask that. They won't question that. So let's, it's the biological threat reduction program. So they're actually trying to prevent disease spread. Okay, good. That's good. That's good. And then Putin is going to do what? Putin wants to do what? He said he wants to destroy these labs that we said don't exist, but they do exist. So now Putin, he wants to, and someone raises their hand and says, he wants to get access to those labs to spread the disease to kill Ukrainians. And someone's like, that's good, that's good. Let's publish that story. That's how it works in a newsroom. It's all made up nonsense. And the public doesn't question, where are these refugees going? They ain't going to the UK, they're going to Poland. They're not going to Germany. I'm sure some of them will. They're going to Hungary. They're going to Romania. They're going to Slovakia. They're going to countries that are immediately connected to Ukraine. But the American public, and perhaps Western media, is as stupid as Nancy Pelosi and thinks, well, maybe uh, Germany's connected to Ukraine. It's not. I mean, the UK, uh, you know, it's an island pretty much, but maybe it's connected to Russia and, and Ukraine. I don't know. I mean, if, if we're believing Nancy Pelosi, Hungary's connected to Russia. So I don't know. I don't know if they're that stupid. They got to be that stupid. They have to be that stupid. I don't think that people are that, are they that malicious that they just, I mean, because anybody can get a map and look at the world and see where's Poland, where's, where's Belarus at? Anybody can get a map and look. I mean, anybody can see that's Europe, you know, these European countries, that's Russia. Maybe they, maybe they just, maybe they're stupid. Maybe they think we're stupid. Maybe they just don't care. I don't know. But the point is, there weren't labs, now there are labs, and because there's an acknowledgement that there are labs, Western media is trying to say that these aren't bioweapons labs, these are just health labs where they're trying to reduce the threat from biological agents. 
pretty much what they were doing in Wuhan. We were told those didn't exist as well, and they do. And then Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance and DARPA and the Pentagon and Dr. Fauci and Barack Obama and gain-of-function research and all that, all documented in my book, The Technological Elixir, available on the website at thesecretteachings.info. It's a massive, massive book, almost 600 pages, and it has all this information in it. And then we're told that the World Health Organization, which funded the labs with the EU and with the United States, says Ukraine should destroy the pathogens in these health labs. But they call them health labs, right? It's like the Department of War. That sounds bad. That sounds like we're aggressing. That sounds like we're on the offensive. Let's call it the Department of Defense. And if we wage offensive action in the name of defense, it'll confuse people, and they'll think that offensive action is actually defense because that's the name. That's the Orwellian doublethink, doublespeak. So the Reuters story from March 11th just says the labs in Ukraine that don't exist took money from the United States, the EU, and the World Health Organization. According to the World Health Organization, as part of this work, WHO has strongly recommended to the Ministry of Health in Ukraine and other responsible bodies to destroy high-threat pathogens to prevent any potential spills. So when Putin said he was going in to destroy these labs and shut them down, Guess he was right. On Friday, though, last weekend, this weekend, last weekend, Russia called a meeting of the 15-member UN Security Council to reassert a longstanding claim that Ukraine ran biological weapons laboratories with U.S. Defense Department support. See, they just changed the names. The Russians are saying these are bioweapons facilities. The West is saying they don't exist. When they're proven to exist, then they're saying, no, these are health labs. They're literally calling them health lab. Have you ever heard of a health lab? Isn't that where you get like your urine checked or you get like a blood sample sent? If you're getting a job with some big company. Like when I got into real estate and stuff, they did like, I tried to get a job with this one company. I, I, I wasn't just, I wasn't really thrilled with real estate, but I got into this one company and they're like, all right, you got to do a urine sample. You got to do a blood sample. Got to make sure you don't have any drugs. That's a health lab. Okay. If like, think about this. I need to get like another pen here. I need to circle this, how important this is. Look at this. Here's the Reuters article. So they're calling them health labs. I wish I had a dot cam. I really, really do. Okay, they're calling them health labs, right? These are health labs that didn't exist, but now they do exist. And they received support, i.e. finance and funding from the United States, the European Union, and the WHO, right? And then the WHO is saying that they need to destroy high-threat pathogens. Destroy high-threat pathogens. Okay, a health lab looks at your blood. A health lab looks at your fecal material. A health lab looks at your urine. A health lab doesn't experiment with high-threat pathogens. That's a bioweapons facility. The Russians are right. This is a biological weapon facility. Any of these laboratories, call them whatever you want, with Defense Department support. So it's just the word. Who says destroy pathogens in health labs? Who says destroy the high-threat pathogens? Russia says these are biological weapons laboratories, and the U.S. Department of Defense is funding them. And Reuters says these labs got support from the EU, the WHO, and the United States. So these are 
bioweapons facilities. Now, I don't believe in germ theory per se, but you don't have to believe in germ theory to know that you can create biosynthetic agents and make people very sick with them. And instead, the Western media just laughs and jokes and says, oh, the people that believe this believe in QAnon and they like Donald Trump and these are just COVID-19 conspiracies. We mean like the labs in Wuhan that were being funded by DARPA and the Department of Defense and Peter Daszak and Bill and Melinda Gates and uh, those labs that are true. And the Moderna CEO said, yeah, we engineer viruses in laboratories. Is that those are the labs you're talking about? Because it's the same. Yeah, it's the same theory that turned out to be true again. And according to the Biological Threat Reduction Program, I've got a copy of it right here. Unclassified from the Biological Threat Reduction Program, their objective, detecting of emerging viral, i.e. coronavirus, filovirus, paramyxovirus, orthomyxovirus, lassivirus, and bacterial, and they list the bacterias, etc., pathogens important for human and animal health in bats in Ukraine, Georgia. They were literally studying bat coronaviruses in Ukraine and Georgia. And Russia said that's what they were doing. And the West said there are no labs. And they said there's health labs. Then they said these health labs contain high threat pathogens. And the WHO said destroy them. And the Defense Department that Russia said was financing it according to Reuters, did finance them, but they just call them health labs and not bioweapons labs. And the Biological Threat Reduction Program that it's all blamed on were studying bat coronaviruses in Ukraine and Georgia. I mean, you can't make it up, but Western media continues to try. Doesn't mean the Russians are always telling the truth, but my God, it's just like Ukrainians flooding out of Ukraine. They're going to spread disease everywhere. It's another excuse to pivot back to the pandemic. The pandemic pivot. And then we learn that the refugees aren't going to the Netherlands, Switzerland, Italy, the UK, like the USA Today said this weekend, where the diseases are increasing, coronavirus cases. They're going to Poland. They're going to Russia. They're going to Hungary. They're going to Slovakia, Moldova, Romania, and Belarus. It's one lie after another lie after another lie, one pivot after another pivot after another pivot. And the same people that are doing this, funding this, financing this, researching this kind of stuff and lying about it are the same ones behind the release of genetically modified mosquitoes. But that is not a new story either. That's a story that goes back six plus years. I'm going to tell you about that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. listening to the secret teachings radio the music tonight is by white bat audio i also would like you to know that you can go to our website and find our new t-shirts the tree of life secret teachings logo in white black or any other color you'd like we don't make any money off of this but it's a great way to support the show i think it's like a dollar fifty two dollars off every shirt find it on our website Select merchandise or just go to TeePublic and you'll find the shirts that way. You can also buy copies of my books on the website. The Technological Elixir, almost 600 pages now. I think it's the fourth major uh, edition update. Uh, edition, edition. So I've, ad- I've added things to it and it's also a new edition. It's a, it's a big edition, much larger. If you already bought the book, I'll send you a PDF copy for free. When you buy the physical book, I'll send you a PDF copy for free uh, as well. But this is a big update, and it has everything about Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance. I think the genetically modified mosquito stuff is also in the book, if I'm I'm not mistaken. And um, that's a story that we've heard quite a bit about recently. We've heard about the genetically modified mosquitoes, right? Um. 
This is a story that is not in any way, shape, or form new, but the press and the public are handling it as if it's a new thing. These genetically modified mosquitoes are set to be released in Florida and California. Now, I've heard this story at least three times since 2014, 2015. The Hill reported on March 10th, 2022, about 2 million genetically altered mosquitoes could soon be released in Florida and California as part of a pilot program to fend off an invasive mosquito that carries diseases like Zika, yellow fever, dengue, and chikungunya. The new program was created by British biotechnology company Oxitec and was granted approval by the Environmental Protection Agency earlier this week, according to the company's website. The article from The Hill goes on to say that Oxitex mosquitoes are designed to control the invasive mosquitoes Aedes aegypti, which first appeared in California in 2013 and showed up in Florida in 2020 for the first time in 75 years, according to the Smithsonian Magazine, cited by The Hill. Under the program, Oxitec plans on releasing these mosquitoes, and these mosquitoes basically are genetically engineered, the males are engineered with a, a gene that once it's passed on to the children, once they mate with a female, the species will die off because the babies never reach maturity due to this gene. Again, the altered male mosquitoes, which don't supposedly bite, just like in Jurassic Park, they won't mate, right? They won't mate, but nature always finds a way. These mosquitoes don't bite. They mate with females, and then they create offspring that never reach maturity. Oxitec's website stresses that the altered mosquitoes will not hurt other beneficial insects like bees and butterflies, but they can't know that for sure because they've never released these in the wild, right? They, they have no idea. Oxitec's program is an extension of an EPA-approved experimental project to control invasive mosquitoes conducted in the Florida Keys last year. I was surprised the Hill actually reported that because I keep seeing these stories, GM mosquitoes, GM mosquitoes. People keep asking me about the GM mosquitoes, and I'm like, yeah, I know about the GM mosquitoes, man. I talked about GM mosquitoes like seven years ago. In fact, for those of you who have been with us for five, six years, you know, this show started out on a college radio station, and then we moved to... Uh, well, we actually moved for a while to, to no radio at all. I, I still did the show and saved it in the archive. Then we moved to Dark Matter Radio. Then we moved to Late Night in the Midlands Radio, L&M. And now we moved to the Fringe FM. And over the years, we've had uh, some issues with networks like Dark Matter because they wanted to censor our show. And we have, I actually looked, looked them up today. Um, we have dozens of emails from Keith Rowland this was the Art Bell Network that they couldn't call the Art Bell Network. They called it Dark Matter. And Dark Matter is still on air. I got no beef with Dark Matter necessarily. I'm just saying that then Keith Rowland told me to censor my show because he didn't want me talking about pedophilia, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Before that was big news, I was talking about that. I was talking about the royal family. I was talking about, you know, child trafficking, you know, things that now are kind of they're almost like cool to talk about. You can put something on Instagram and TikTok and talk about child pedophilia. Long before the Pizzagate nonsense, long before the 
the uh, adrenochrome nonsense, we were discussing this and we were told not to discuss that kind of thing. But one thing that we were told not to discuss was the genetically modified mosquitoes. And Keith Rowland would always want me to provide proof, which is great. I'm happy to provide proof. But you got 10 Bigfoot shows and you got Jimmy Church drinking Starbucks coffee on the network. And you're telling me to provide proof of the things that I say. Okay, so I provide you proof. I provided the network proof. And usually when I did that, I was told, okay, but still don't talk about it because it's offensive. I was told that about the TSA. I was told that about the... um, the Vatican. I was told that about the child trafficking. I was told that about the Epstein stuff. All stuff that turns out to be very, very, very true. But I was also told that about the genetically modified mosquitoes. I was messaged by Keith Rowland and I was asked, do you have evidence of that? That just sounds like a crazy conspiracy. And I said, Keith, I don't talk about something unless I can document it in some way. Doesn't mean it has to be 100% true. That's the whole point of this show is to break down and analyze things and try to figure out where they're coming from and what they mean. What is the undercurrent? What is, uh, what is the, the underlying story here? And so I sent him a story about the genetically modified mosquitoes. And rather than saying, okay, I'm sorry, you're right, this is a thing, I was told that sounds like a good idea to stop dengue fever and yellow fever. And I... I assumed he he wasn't being sarcastic, but it kind of sounded like he was being sarcastic. But the point was, I'm tired of being asked for proof of this kind of crap when it's it's mainstream news. It's like I got into an argument at the grocery store I worked at in Rochester. This guy was like, I'm sure you guys, me and my friend uh, Nicole were talking. He's like, I'm sure you guys just believe in shadow people talking about climate engineering. And so I went to the computer. I immediately pulled it up. I'm like, it literally takes me five seconds. I can pull up Forbes. I can pull up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I can pull up Associated Press, USA Today, CNN. They're talking about chemical engineering of the environment. They're talking about spraying sulfur in the environment. They're talking about geoengineering. Hell, I can pull up on the federal government's website, Project Popeye, Project Storm Fury, Vietnam. I can pull all of it, and I pull it up, and the guy just refuses to look at it. I'm tired of having to prove myself because people are incompetent, people are stupid, people are willfully ignorant, you know? So the mosquito thing, this is not a new thing, but the public doesn't remember any of this. So we have to refresh the public's mind. Back in 2021, Bill Gates and his company, Oxitec, that he funded, he doesn't run the company, but he funded them, so he's controlling the research, Bill Gates and Oxitec, that he paid millions of dollars, reportedly released these ADIS mosquitoes in the Florida Keys. I was also told when this happened last year, I think I was on Jeremy Scott's show, and uh, that was after he left the fringe, and um I remember, actually, this was a couple of years ago. I called into, I think I called into Ground Zero. I remember talking to Clyde about this, and he said um, he was doing a show on this. And I said, yeah, I've, I've got it right here. Literally, I've got Oxitec's website open, and Oxitec's website says that they receive money from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to finance this mosquito research. You know, oh, that's not true. That's a conspiracy theory. It says it on their website. Oxitec received 
four plus million dollars in 2018 to develop a new mosquito that would target malaria in South Asia, Eastern Africa, and the Americas. They were awarded another five million for the Aedes mosquitoes, funded through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation affiliate that they sponsored. It's basically their 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 group called the Global Grand Challenges Initiative from 2010. These mosquitoes released in the Florida Keys in 2021, and they received an additional 19 plus million dollars, according to Science Magazine, from the Gates Foundation in 2010. So the Gates Foundation, at minimal, officially, at minimal, officially, has given 23.8 million dollars to Oxitec to develop these mosquitoes. You know, research that doesn't. It's not you know something that requires billions, but you know twenty five million dollars officially. When when initially it was, they don't give them any money. That's how it always is. Bill and Melinda Gates, they don't finance genetically modified mosquitoes, and then it comes out. Well, okay, well they gave them a few million dollars. It's probably more than a few million dollars. I even went back and pulled this old article from fizz.org. This was when I was on Dark Matter, and I talked about it on the show, and I said in 2015, they're going to release these mosquitoes in the Florida Keys, and they're going to release these mosquitoes in Florida, and I was living in Florida at the time, and I was told by the network, that's a conspiracy theory, that's not true, and then I sent them the proof, and they're like, well, that's probably a good thing. Can't even admit that they're wrong. I admit I'm wrong all the time. I pronounce things wrong. I get things wrong. I've, I've already misspoken three or four times tonight. That's just the nature of open speaking, public speaking, talking on radio without a script. You make mistakes. But when you say that's not true and then you're showing proof and you still deny it, that's just pathetic. Fizz.org, January 31st, a day after my birthday, 2015. Oxitec, inserting a gene into lab-growing male Aedes aegypti mosquitoes, making it impossible for their offspring to survive, Trials conducted in the Cayman Islands in Brazil, this was in 2015, showed a more than 90% drop in mosquito populations, according to Oxitec. Based on those results, the Florida Keys Mosquito Control District agreed to work with Oxitec, which has built a breeding lab in the Florida Keys. This was in 2015. They already decimated the mosquito population in the Cayman Islands in Brazil. Remember where they had outbreaks of Zika in Brazil? And remember the Zika outbreaks around the time of the Olympics? Wasn't just dead bodies washing up on shore. Remember the Zika? And we were told not to travel. Zika, Zika, Zika. You know what else causes Zika? Chemicals, pesticides. It also causes Zika. Things that were being sprayed there in the areas of Brazil where they released these GMO mosquitoes to stop Zika. Maybe it was the chemicals that caused the Zika. But they already did this in 2015. This is what I said on radio. I said that they released these already in Brazil. They released these in the Cayman Islands. And they're going to do this in Florida. And I was told, no, that's crazy. That doesn't happen. There's no way. It's impossible. That's a conspiracy. Well, it turns out they released them in the Florida Keys. And these stories keep popping up like every year. GMO mosquitoes, GMO mosquitoes. And I said, Bill Gates funded it. I was told, that's crazy. Bill Gates wouldn't fund something. That's insane. Turns out they released the mosquitoes in the Cayman Islands. They released the mosquitoes in Brazil. They released the mosquitoes in the Florida Keys. I mean, officially, 
the Florida Keys Mosquito Control District agreed to work with the company. <laughs> it's not even a debated thing. And the company that's doing this, Oxitec, received funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation directly. I mean, here's, here's, a, here's just a PDF document directly from University of Florida. IFAS Extension, University of Florida. The goal of projects that release genetically modified mosquitoes is to control mosquito populations and reduce the risk of mosquito-borne illnesses or diseases. Much of the controversy surrounding gene mosquitoes can be attributed to lack of information or misinformation. Yes, like when I said they're going to release them and people told me that's not true, that doesn't exist, that's disinformation, that's propaganda, that's conspiracy theory, that's wild rhetoric, and it turns out that it's true. It, it is going to happen. And uh, I don't know how it's misinformation to say that they decimated the mosquito populations in Brazil, estimating a 90% drop in the population. Um, that's not a good thing. And these are the same people that are talking about saving the planet, saving species, saving the polar bears. But let's kill off all the mosquitoes because they're not a part of the natural systems at all, are they? Not to mention Bill Gates Foundation also funded those HIV vaccines through Moderna that they started testing in late January. That says that on Moderna's press release on their website, but I guess that's also made up. And, of course, the U.S. National Institutes of Health, the NIH, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation also are aiming to develop a needleless vaccine that could be sprayed in the air. It's not a vaccine. It's a biological agent akin to a bioweapon. Same thing when Bill Gates said that they wanted to use mosquitoes. Remember that? They wanted to use mosquitoes to vaccinate people. Remember that? They wanted to use mosquitoes. But no, it's, it's more than that. It's not just mosquitoes. They want to do this without mosquitoes. They want to do this with spraying particulates in the air. In fact, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, their website, says that they've spent $168 million to develop a next-generation malaria vaccine because of these mosquitoes, working with GlaxoSmithKline. Now they're moving on to develop vaccines that don't need an injection. They don't need an injection. They'll just, you'll inhale them. It'll basically be a bioagent sprayed in the air. But there's more because... They've talked about using a vaccine. Then they moved on to using the mosquito as a flying syringe to deliver vaccines via saliva. This research was also conducted in Japan and sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Professor Hiroyuki Matsuka of Jishi Medical University in Japan, probably pronouncing that wrong, in 2008 was attempting to design a mosquito that can produce and secrete a malaria vaccine protein into a host's skin. The hope is that such mosquitoes could deliver protective vaccines against other infectious diseases as real. That is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in 2008 financing literal mosquito vaccines. The mosquito would vaccinate you. That is literally financed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So they financed GlaxoSmithKline malaria vaccines. Then they financed things like 
mosquitoes that carry the vaccine, and now they're just financing things that you spray in the air that don't exist, but they do exist. And in the meantime, they finance Oxitec to create these genetically modified mosquitoes that they've released several times in the Cayman Islands, in Brazil, in the Florida Keys, California, Florida, and that doesn't exist. I'm crazy. You're crazy. It doesn't exist. It's insane. Why would they do that? No, they, they do do it. They have done it. They've spent billions doing it. And just because you don't know that doesn't mean it's not happening. Jesus Christ. I mean, listen to these headlines. Millions of genetically modified mosquitoes released in Florida and California, The Hill, March 10th, 2022. Bill Gates funded the company releasing gene-hacked mosquitoes. I was told that's crazy. Futurism, April 28th, 2021. Fizz.org, January 31st, 2015. GMO mosquito plan sparks outcry in Florida. Here's Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation website. Production of transgenic mosquito as a flying syringe. In 2008, here's the University of Florida. Genetically modified mosquitoes. They're real. They're financed by Bill and Melinda Gates. They've wanted to use these GM mosquitoes to spread vaccines. Now they're just moving on to spraying it in the atmosphere. These are not conspiracy theories. These are hard facts from major publications and major universities. But we'd be told the same thing about these biolabs in Ukraine. They don't exist. There's no GM mosquito. Okay, there is a GM mosquito, but it's to help reduce disease. Okay, there are biolabs, but they're actually part of the biological threat reduction program. But didn't Bill Gates, who financed Oxitech to create these mosquitoes, also say years before they paid Oxitech to develop these mosquitoes that they wanted to use mosquitoes to spread vaccines back in 2008? Hasn't the U.S. been using biolabs in China to develop gain-of-function research to study bat coronaviruses? Didn't EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak and DARPA get involved in that? DARPA said no, but we don't know what the Pentagon approved otherwise. DARPA is a Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Pentagon is separate. They can Defense Department can research whatever they want outside of that, even if DARPA says no. The NIH was involved in that. The NIH is involved in the vaccine-less, mosquito-injection-less vaccines that just spray in the atmosphere. Fauci was involved with AIDS. Fauci is involved with COVID-19. I mean, look at Peter, Peter, uh, people like uh, Charles Lieber working for the Chinese. Why did we offset all those laboratory experiments to China anyway? Because they were illegal in the United States. There's no mosquitoes. There's no labs. Okay, there are mosquitoes. There are labs. But these labs are to prevent Disease. These mosquitoes are to prevent disease. Well, Russia now is going to use the labs to spread the disease. They're going to access these health labs, and they're going to spread deadly pathogens. So Reuters says the World Health Organization, with the United States and the EU, that funded these labs that don't exist, these are now called health labs, and they contain high-threat pathogens. That's a quote. High-threat pathogens from the UN. High-threat pathogens from the World Health Organization. They say, the WHO has strongly recommended to the Ministry of Health in Ukraine and other responsible bodies to destroy high-risk, high-threat pathogens to prevent any potential spills. The WHO says these are health laboratories. The Russians say they're biological weapons laboratories funded by the U.S. Defense Department. Turns out 
the U.S. Defense Department funded these labs, but now after they've been admitted, they're called health labs. But the WHO says that they contain high-threat pathogens, meaning that they're probably more like biological weapons labs, and the Russians were actually right about that. This isn't a wild conspiracy theory. And you can say it's part of the Biological Threat Reduction Program. It is part of the Biological Threat Reduction Program. We have the documents right here. Unclassified risk emerging infections from insectovirus bats in Ukraine and Georgia. The objective of the report here, detecting of emerging viral bacterial pathogens important for human and animal health in bats in Ukraine, Georgia. And part of that involves studying bat coronaviruses. It's right here. I got a copy of it. It's right here. So what do you think they're doing with those mosquitoes? There's no labs. There's no mosquitoes. Okay, there's labs. Okay, there's mosquitoes. But they're health labs. These are health mosquitoes. They're going to prevent disease. Okay, Bill Gates funded them. No, he didn't. Okay, the U.S. government funded these labs. No, they didn't. Okay, Bill Gates did fund them, but he's only trying to help. Okay, the U.S. government did fund them, but they're only trying to help. These mosquitoes could be used to spread vaccines and bioweapons, couldn't they? No, that's conspiracy theory. Well, these health labs could contain high-threat pathogens, right? No, that's conspiracy theory. Okay, well, Bill Gates did finance, even before the mosquitoes, using mosquitoes to spread vaccines. Okay, well, these laboratories do carry high-threat pathogens, and Putin's going to access them and spread these pathogens. Why would, why would Vladimir Putin do that? especially on the doorstep of Russia, why would he release a bioweapon using these facilities? I'm sorry to tell you, your media has lied to you. Western government has lied to you. I'm not saying the Russians are perfect, but I think the Russians have told the truth about this. These labs are very real, just like the mosquitoes are very real. The U.S. has very much funded them, just like Bill Gates funded these mosquitoes. And the U.S. has a history of bioweapons research. Recently, we found out in Wuhan, the NIH and Fauci and Barack Obama and Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance and DARPA and the Defense Department. And they're the same ones directly and some speculatively involved in Ukraine. And Bill Gates funded these mosquitoes. And he also said he wanted to use them for vaccines. So how am I supposed to trust these mosquitoes? How am I supposed to trust these health labs that contain high-risk pathogens? That's not a health lab. That's a bioweapons research facility. And now they're saying all these Ukrainians, they're flooding out of Ukraine into Europe. They're going to spread disease. So they set the line in the sand back at the beginning of March. Millions are going to flood out. They're going to spread disease. And then this weekend, COVID cases rise again in Europe. UK, Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, seeing an upswing in cases according to data from Johns Hopkins University. But nobody's asking, is it because of those Ukrainian refugees? That's what the media is telling us. The only problem is the UK and the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, and Italy where they saw this uptick in cases, totally false PCR tests and other things, just total fabrication. But where are these refugees actually going? Well, the refugees are actually going not to the UK, not to Italy, not to the Netherlands, not to Germany, not to Switzerland. I mean, they are going, a few, to the UK. There's like 350,000 going to, to, to Europe. But according to the United Nations... Most of these refugees are going to Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, Moldova, Romania, Belarus, and even Russia. So 304,000 people going to other European countries, according to the UN. So Europe's going to face a catastrophe from coronavirus because of the refugees, Putin's war. Well, the cases that are rising aren't in the cases where the refugees are going to. You'd expect Poland to see a rise in cases. They're, they're not. So, 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, you have St. Michael the Archangel doing battle with the Slavic Baba Yaga devil and preparing to weigh our souls during the final judgment. The Slavic Baba Yaga comes from the Momo or the Tamomo Mamai out of this volcanic rock that just broke open in Japan that supposedly contained this woman demon, a distorted woman who is the devil. The Momo, the devil, the Baba Yaga in Slavic tradition, St. Michael the Archangel, the patron saint of Kiev. This is a really powerful testament to the esoteric and to what we might call synchronicity in twilight language. And we know that world leaders are using this imagery. We know that Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine on the day of Thursday, Thor, war, Mars, the rise of Mars. The new Delta Cron variant is defined as the Delta Cron. The Delta is four, Cron is time. The fourth industrial revolution, the rise of the fourth Reich, the thousand year Reich, 2022 is the year of the tiger that lives a thousand years. In tradition, we know the Ihu variant, the Ihu literally meaning variant of Jesus, is a representation of anything that is a variant of Christ or the truth is the Antichrist. We see famine, pestilence, and war initiating, as the book of Matthew says, the beginning of sorrows, but not necessarily the end times. Whether natural or artificial, these events have an end time flavor, though, that convinces us the world is about to end at any moment. And of course, they can be tweaked synthetically to fit any belief. Our world is filled with war, disease, and millions being placed on the brink of starvation through lockdowns and other things for countless reasons unnecessary. Despite the fact that things are better for us in the world, generally speaking, than they have been at any other time in history. From lifespans to the length of time we are sick, we're less sick, we have better hygiene, better access to water, better access to food, etc., We're being told that refugees flooding Europe from Ukraine are going to bring diseases like coronavirus into the UK, Germany, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and Italy. But the refugees aren't going to these places. A few might, but most of them are going to Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, Moldova, Romania, and Russia. The same sleight of hand is being used for major stories like bioweapons labs or health labs, as the West now calls them. They don't exist. Okay, they do exist. But they're part of a biological threat reduction program. But we do have high threat pathogens there. The Russians are going to get them. The same rigmarole is being used about genetically altered mosquitoes that you're hearing about this week. Stories that go back 5, 6, 7, 8, 10 years. They're going to release these mosquitoes again, but I thought they didn't exist. Then they do exist. Then they're about mitigating disease. But they're genetically altered and they're being financed by Bill Gates, who has studied in 2008... He's finance researched into using mosquitoes to spread vaccines. So what are we going to believe? Are the biolabs and mosquitoes meant to prevent disease or study new ones to be used as weapons? It's not so clear that these are the end times, but it is clear that these are a form of final days that are certainly being manufactured to establish the final battle between good and evil. St. Michael the Archangel and the devil, the Slavic Baba Yaga. The rise of Delta Crown, the rise of the kingdom of the Antichrist, the power of war, famine, disease, etc., to terrify the population into resetting the globe, into resetting human civilization. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast live. 
in the archive and a special thank you and a special welcome to all of you listening in the archive that is advertisement free on our website that you subscribe to get access to and when you subscribe you get access to the show the montages and my digital books it supports this show and keeps us on air five nights a week please support our affiliate pro one water filters please check us out on patreon please buy my books a lot of what we talked about tonight is in my book the technological elixir for the esoteric angle the saint michael stuff and the baba yaga stuff check out occult arcana only available at the secret teachings.info stay safe stay informed stay healthy And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast.